This episode of the podcast is brought to you by waking up every full moon to find your shoes on, only to slowly discover you are a wear runner. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credit, the podcast, the only podcast that seems to have a stomach vagina. <laughs> yeah. I'm Zach. And I'm Frank. And just to get out of the swing of spooky, scary stuff, we are doing a weird sci-fi kind of horror movie. I mean, it's... I haven't been on like this uncomfortable watching a movie in a very <laughs> it's very long disturbing. Time. Dude, the fucking special effects are or what practical effects Amazing are, though. No, they're they're really great, but my god, I mean the squirming that I oh. was doing and like I I am very desensitized to most things, mm-hmm. but this movie made me like not want to I could I couldn't look at something. <laughs> I don't want to look at a TV yeah, for the like, rest oh of my, my life. Oh my god, it's fucking like horrifying. Mm-hmm. And that movie is Videodrome. Yeah. David Cronenberg. What a film. Um it's fun. It's I, it's it's not I will be honest, mm-hmm. I didn't love this movie. I know you didn't. The I figured you would. are like really great. Mm-hmm. Um but the story and the pace the pacing of this movie I think is really like where this film suffers. Yeah, it goes back and forth really quickly. Yeah. Um, and this is also like, I think the only movie I've ever seen James Woods in. I've never seen James Wood in a film. I only know James Wood from Family Guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ooh, piece of candy. Yeah, that's the only thing that I know. Did you notice too? Like, there's like a couple of weird shots in the film where it's like, he looks super young and then he looks super old. I was going to say that like, there's weird moments where it's like, I don't know how old James Wood <laughs> is. It's like weird lighting <laughs> that they did. I don't know. It was super weird. But anyways, Videodrome came out in 1983, directed by David Cronenberg, who is a great director when it comes to body horror. Oh, yeah. Um, you have your main character, who is James Woods, playing Max Wren. You have Debbie Harry, who plays Nikki Brand, who is a very weird character. I wanna, I'll want to. i get into that later. But um, you also have Sonia Smith, who plays Bianca. You have Jack Crelly, who plays Brian Oblivion. Hell of a what, fucking what name. What a name. What a name, that man. Uh, you have Leslie Coulson, who plays Barry Convex, who I would say is probably the antagonist of the film. Um, and then you have Peter Devonsky, who plays Harlan, who is a weird side character. Uh, but the main credit goes to Rick Baker, who did all of the practical effects for everything. Yeah. Um, who also did, I don't know if you knew, all the practical effects for The Exorcist. Um, the 19, I think, 95 King Kong with Jeff Bridges, uh, Gremlins, and Hellboy. So that man knows what he's doing. Yeah, Rick Baker's a, a disgusting human being. <laughs> <laughs> so good at his job. So um, bad for us. <laughs> uh, and this is a film about a programmer at a television station that specializes in adult entertainment. Mm-hmm, kind of. Uh, and he ends up searching for, like, producers of a fucking bizarre broadcast that basically specializes in just snuff films yeah that's all it is it's snuff yeah um and yeah i mean this movie made me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. like seriously and literally uncomfortable did you get hellraiser vibes from it i got certain hellraiser vibes from very certain scenes the whipping of the tv whipping of the tv the the tv coming alive in general being very veiny Mm mm-hmm that was I was like this feels like horror. This feels like Hellraiser horror. Yes. Um. But 
man, oh man, I did not like James Wood in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, did I mean, not he's, think he's, he's not like the good. worst actor. Like this being the only thing I've seen him in, he's not the worst actor I've ever but seen. But he's definitely not the best. No, he's very weird. Like he's a very like specific cast actor. I think. Yeah, the like, delivery of certain lines made me laugh. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that it almost feels like one take and they, and he, and he was like, <laughs> he's like, like, like fuck right, it, good. we're it's done. Like, I think we should have maybe done a second take because like, the delivery no, no. <laughs> was really strange. Uh, and he's like, no, we're good. <laughs> yeah. That's really what it felt like. Like, especially with, um, like in the beginning when he's on the talk show with Nikki brand and like they ask him a question and then he just immediately turns over to her and be like, you know, red's the color of sex. You want to go out? Like, yeah. I think we, I think we could do something tonight. Yeah. And it's like, that feels awkward. Like that feels like really uncomfortable to be around well and then she's like this she's into like this weird you know bondage and fucking being like cut on the neck yeah <laughs> she is a weird character she's very strange but also like just disappears for the majority of the movie yeah she's and only then, is it, where is she like in cleveland or something they're like oh uh, she's in, she, she went to pittsburgh, pittsburgh which is right, which yeah, is yeah. where i guess like videodrome air quotes is being made right which could have been a really cool like plot yeah like him going to right. pittsburgh that's and, what i assumed was gonna happen and just never like it, it, no she's just there and she she literally like shows up disappears for like an hour mm -hmm. and then kind of like shows up every once in a while towards like the end and it's like hey i'm here and it's like yeah. okay you're a useless character <laughs> um very very but i mean she is the kind of catalyst for james wood character with max right yeah um max like becoming obsessed with this grotesque and you know hardcore pornography and just mm -hmm. snuff films in general yeah because i so I, like she has a, a a core role but they just don't utilize her i think very well no because she is kind of just supposed to be like a love interest for max and that's it yeah um i while the we said like the pacing is weird i think like the the general thing of like max's interest in videodrome is paced pretty well where it's like at first he's just like wow this looks like something. Okay, whatever. And then, like, he, he starts thinking about it, and he's like, well, wow, I, I really got to, like, find another tape of this. And then he starts getting, like, the tapes, like, uh, duplicated over, and then he's just watching them constantly yeah. until it becomes all he thinks about. Yeah. And I think that was a cool aspect to it. Yeah, I, I kind of wish that we got more into, like, the weird stuff a little bit quicker mm -hmm. because, listen— He's got a stomach vagina in this movie. And you don't really you don't really get any weirdness like that until like 45 minutes into the movie. And this movie is like less than 90 minutes. So yeah. for it like they're trying to do like a slow burn like and it is, right? It, there's like this build up in like to the weird shit when he starts fucking putting a gun inside of his stomach mm -hmm. and I didn't it, like how moist it was, too. It's so gross, man. <laughs> but, like, there's, like, a 45-minute gap of just the slow burn happening, and then all of the weird shit just kind of happens, and, and then everything kind of feels a little rushed. Like, I don't know if you felt like that, but yeah. for me, once the weird shit started happening... It was just, like, immediately it, going after yeah, everybody. and it was just, like, this nonstop, and I just feel like the pacing was just so not... I feel like if we maybe had the weird shit start like at the 20 minute mark mm -hmm. then we could have spaced out a little bit more and we would have had an extra 20 minutes of the film to like not feel so just we got to get this going like now yeah you know opposed to 
waiting that 45 minutes because like it's you're they're building character and I understand that but I would say like within the first 15 20 minutes you kind of understand who he is already like yeah. we don't need an extra 25 minutes of just more character building especially with the type of movie this is a B movie like <laughs> th- like we don't need that much characterization on this type of film because it at the end of the day it doesn't really matter like mm-hmm. his character sort of has a has like a a purpose sort of, but even that like I understand what Cronenberg was trying to get like mm-hmm. across with like the TV is taking over your mind and yeah and that is what I liked about this mode is that like they they went like in again I talked about this with like horror movies where it's like it's just a great way to like project an idea and a thought like visually yeah. in film and this was like a really good film where it's like it showed desensitization desensitization of the world at at least at that point and how like it fully shows it now in this time era yeah i mean this movie feels a little bit ahead of its time with Mm -hmm. like there was that one um in the beginning of the movie there's that older guy who's like talking about oblivion basically fucking like social media yeah and he's and like it's literally like fucking pretty much exactly what is happening today um and with people, you know, on their screens 24-7, like, it, it really does, that that um, message has not, that doesn't make the movie feel aged. Yeah. Because it, it, it's clearly, like, where we are. So, that was great. Um, and, I, and I do agree with you where I, I really actually think that the message behind it was pretty solid Mm -hmm. and for the most part it's executed pretty well where you understand what is being said um i did not like the the not knowing if we're in reality or if it's all like an illusion see i I don't know like that well so i liked it mm -hmm. because it made everything feel very chaotic. Yes. And it made you not understand, like, is this real life? Is this an illusion? Is is he fucking, like, visualizing all this stuff? But it kind of starts falling apart towards the end mm-hmm. because you don't know if things are reality or if everything is an illusion. But in the in the world, the characters are reacting. Like, when he gets... When, um, when what's his name? The, uh, uh, Harlan. When yeah. Harlan punches him in the... St- or, like, gets his hand in his stomach... And, and his hand turns and, into the pipe bomb. And then bomb. it comes out into like a pipe bomb. Is that real? It seems like it because like as right. he walks through, then people are like, oh, no, don't look at that. Right. But in the movie, they're like, you know, you're going to have these fucking like hallucinations. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. They're not real. So it's like, was that real or was it not real? Well, you Did can that react. happen? You can react to a hallucination right. and some shit can happen. But the, but not, but Harlan's hand really turned into yeah. a pipe bomb. <laughs> exactly. Which means that it's not a hallucination. Yeah. But the whole stomach thing wasn't a hallucination. Or was it? Right. I, that's, the, that's the, I guess, like the, 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 the question is like, mm. was it or was it not? Because... Because I like ambiguous shit I, like I this. I like it too. I don't know. I, I just felt like I was... I was a little, I, I just wish I got in this movie a little bit more of a concrete answer as to like, mm-hmm. was this, was all this stuff really happening or not? Because when things start interacting in the world, I think that if you're saying that it's all hallucination, then the characters reacting to stuff and things happening to them doesn't actually make sense. But if it, if they, if it's all real, then it does make sense. Mm-hmm. But we don't know, and it's. I guess that's not the point. Like maybe. Yeah, I mean, we've done like it. ambiguous stuff before and liked how it came out. Yeah. 
I don't know. It was it was just like a weird thing. And then James Woods' weird acting was like, see, I hated Harlan. If he said Harlan Patron one more fucking time, <laughs> that man said it every sentence. Yeah. If he said it one more time, <laughs> I was gonna turn the movie off. Like there's there's actually like a decent amount of times where it's like people just keep repeating themselves. Like even Nikki, Nikki repeated herself like three different well, times. Well, Nikki only has like three scenes, and it's like yeah. she says the same thing in every scene. Exactly. <laughs> um, and out of, overall, mm. I enjoyed this film. Um, and overall, I think it's worth watching for the practical effects alone. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, like the when you actually see the fucking VHS tape, which shout like out to the VHS tapes because I'm I'm sure there's like a decent amount of people that are listening that don't know what the fuck they are. That is true, mm-hmm. right? That That is something that is, uh, which kind of plants this movie firmly in like the 80s and the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a lot of people don't know what VHS are, at least like the newer, the younger generation has no idea. And that's how, that's, that's your current day Blu-ray. Yeah. Basically. Exactly. Um, And it was definite, and there's also what, the Betamax, I think is what it was called, which mm-hmm. is like the predecessor. And that's like when, it was like VHS versus Betamax and like they were yeah. going at each other. And then and, they made like... Well, with Civic TV, so it's like, oh, you can take it anywhere. Right, so VHS ends up winning. I think mostly, and I do think that that this is true, I think that the reason why VHS actually ended up winning... Was because of Videodrome? Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> was because of pornography. Mm-hmm. Because VHSs were like... That's like what you could get porn on. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's actually like what what made vhs the winner mm-hmm. which is kind of kind of interesting looking at this film yeah which is cool i like that yeah like it, it does kind of plant it in reality of history too yeah uh but man these special effects amazing no 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 they're great i mean <laughs> when he's sitting on his couch and he's scratching his stomach with a pistol for some mm-hmm. reason uh and then is and then all of a sudden it just he's got a hole in his stomach and I don't again I didn't understand why he decided to put it inside. Oh, because he was just like, well, I think it brings it back to again like it, this movie is a very sexual movie. Oh, extremely. Like, like just like Hellraiser, it's all about like sex and again just desensitization yeah. of the world. And I think it's just like um. A weird metaphor for sex of like him putting the gun which is a penis inside of his stomach which is a vagina yeah um and then but then it's funny because he's like he's like yeah where the fucking the gun go he's like ripping up the couch and he's like the gun is really gone so again it's like is this hallucinogenic is this a uh, you know fake or real but he also didn't check underneath the uh little coffee table so you know <laughs> it could he only checked there. one place well he checked the couch yeah uh, and yeah um where's the my where's my, my my tv remote in here my glasses where are my glasses um oh don't worry i know where they are <laughs> um so then there are just man the fucking death the guy when he shoots um fucking convicts yeah mm-hmm. and the the I didn't understand it. it Did you like re- the flesh gun? Oh my god! Yeah, I mean it's incredible. I didn't really understand like the, how it worked. How it worked? Like why his reaction to getting shot was that versus mm-hmm. other people who got shot by it who just died like normally. Mm-hmm. Again, did you it really make bullet. sense? But does it really matter because the special effects are just so fucking awesome? I mean, mm-hmm. dude, that guy's death when his fucking face is cracking in half oh, yeah. and the stomach is getting ripped up. It, it was more disturbing than, like, shit in John Carpenter's The Thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, re- I literally was like, I don't want to look at this anymore. <laughs> but at the same time, 
it's like I can't look away. Yeah. Like you just are fixated on it. And that I think comes full circle with the snuff films mm-hmm. where it's like these horrific things that you shouldn't be watching yet for in, in the case of Max, he just can't get enough of it. And I love too, like in the beginning, he's like, oh, it looks so realistic. How did they get these actors to do it? Not realizing that it's actually real. Right. And then the TV coming alive and like getting veiny mm-hmm. and like the screen pulling out and then him like shoving his head inside of it. I was, I was like, this this is really cool visual stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought that the um, when he when he puts on the helmet, yeah, and then he ends up going into the world where with like the hallucination when it's all like eight bit, yeah, and it's all and he's like whipping the television. Yes. I was like, this is really cool visual uh, visuals. Yes, I mean it was really because I thought for a moment too it was going to be like a cool like you know what did he do because like it first starts out where he's uh, whipping Nikki. And she's liking it. And then it turns into the older lady. I think like Mosh or something yeah. her name was. And then she's like hating it. And then he wakes up and she's dead in his bed. Yeah. And then, you know, Harlan comes over and is like, nobody's in there. Right. So it's like, what did he do? Like, did he actually do it? Yeah. Um. So that part, I wish they did like a little bit more with it. Because like it started to become a situation of like, is he murdering people or is he not murdering people? Right. Yeah. I feel and, like there was a lot of missed potential in this movie, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, all the stuff, too, with Bianca Oblivion, like, that yeah. was that was starting to get cool, where it's like, oh, here's, like, a list of all the VHS tapes my father made. Yeah. And it was, like, cool where he's actually responding in real time, but these are all pre-recorded tapes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, what what form of humanity is he at this point? Yeah. I get... And I also... I don't know. I don't know how you... How did you feel about, like, the twist of Harlan? Like... I didn't that he, care. That he was working. I was like, eh, I didn't care. It was fine. Like, 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 I mean, I one, I hated him just for, like, how he was... <laughs> like, every sentence he was saying Patron. But, like, it didn't showcase enough where it's, like, they're actually friends. It was just that he was, like, a weird employee. Yeah. So, it's, like, I didn't care about the twist. I didn't care for Max that he got betrayed. Right. Because then... It doesn't even seem like Harlan's like fully working for convicts either. He's just kind of like there. Yeah. And he just knows about Videodrome. Yeah. I mean, this movie kind of, I don't know. I like thinking about it. This movie almost sort of feels like what inspired Get Out, Jordan Peele's Get Out. Like, obviously, they're very different, mm-hmm. but I feel like the whole concept of like, because the, their, their whole thing is like, hey, Watching these videos gives you brain, like a brain tumor. Yeah. And then getting inside. That was a real thing at some point too with like TVs where it's like people actually thought that they were getting like brain right. tumors yeah, from Yeah, same thing watching. with like microwaves and stuff yeah. like that. Like everyone, radio waves, stuff like that. Um, I don't know. The movie kind of feels like Jordan Peele took inspiration. I'm not saying that, that mm-hmm. it's a, like, oh my, clearly like he stole it. But there, I think that there's definitely like inspiration from Get Out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in there. But yeah, I mean, the special effects are great. And listen, for somebody who fucking loves gore, I love gore. Mm-hmm. This this was almost too much. Really? Like <laughs> even the ending with like blowing out his brain? That was okay. Like mm-hmm. that that didn't that one didn't really bother me all that much when he and I didn't really, I don't know, that that ending was kind of whack. I liked it. I thought it was like an ambiguous ending of again, like you know, what did he do? Did he actually blow his brain out and like But trans- he did. Well, yes, he did, but like did he actually transcend from flesh 
to becoming this, or did he just kill himself? Right. Because of the brain tumor. Right, because he kills himself twice. Well, like the he's video shown version. that he's yeah. killing himself twice, but then so, like he just does the exact same thing. Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's a, it's an ambiguous ending, and you don't really get like a, a a concrete answer as to if he was able to stop anything, which I don't think he was because it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like he would be able to. Why would one guy? Like well, there's he, so many other people. That well, he has to transcend into the new flesh, right? To do so, right? And you weren't even paying attention. I, no, I was. <laughs> I it's just like. I don't know. The movie, I think this movie really leaves you with way more questions than answers. Mm -hmm. And in in some cases, I'm okay with that. But I think there's so many questions in this movie that are unanswered that I'm like... The biggest one, too, was like when he was like told, like, hey, go kill your partners. And like he shoots them both. Yeah. And then... Like the Somehow the secretary away with like an entire yeah, citywide the, search. The, the secretary <laughs> fucking comes in and is like, "Oh my god, what's wrong?" Not realizing that like it's only three of them in the room. <laughs> yeah, and he's the only two one of them alive. Are dead. So obviously he <laughs> fucking shot them. So it's like, why wouldn't you be like, "Hey, you got to come with me." Right. Yeah. But whatever. That was like the one thing where I was like, "Man, you you really set up a weird scene with that one." Yeah. Not a perfect film. No. By any means. Overall. But. Uh, I don't, I don't even want to call this a fun movie, but like <laughs> it's a, disturbing. a very disturbing movie that probably should have fucking went into Halloween because of just how, honestly, man, the fucking, some of the shit, like, mm-hmm. dude, his hand is so slimy. Oh, yeah. When, like, the, when his fingers are turning into, like, the, the screws yeah. and, like, going into his skin. Oh, God. There's so many gross things in this movie. It's worth watching, though, if you're into mm-hmm. that shit. If you're into, like, body horror I would say that it's worth watching. Yeah. Seven but. and a half uh, flesh TVs out of ten. <laughs> I feel on a, sl- a light six on this one. Okay. I enjoyed it enough. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that the... Bu- I will say, though, I, I think that the, the material elevated um, James Woods. Oh, yeah. In some, in some cases, they're like, oh, it's like, you know, maybe not the best, like, material. And an, a great actor can come in and, like, really elevate it. I think that in this case, the material elevated James Woods because James <laughs> Woods, I, I don't know. I just didn't like him as the lead. I don't really think that he was a, like a great actor for the film. Well, plus two, we don't know like where this sat like in his filmography. I, yeah, right. We're very unfamiliar with his career. So like... We don't know if this is like the, is the this leader. Is before Family Guy or after Family Guy? Well, no, yeah. this is definitely before Family Guy, but it's like, <laughs> did like this situation come like at the end of his career or like in the right. middle or the beginning? Yeah. Obviously not the beginning, but like... Where did this sit, like, yeah. for him as an actor of... Because I don't think he does much anymore. I don't think so either. I know... I have seen him in, like, one other movie, and I think it was, um... What the hell? I think it was, like, Olympus Has Fallen or something mm. with, like, Gerard oh, yeah, Butler. Yeah, yeah. He, I, think, I think he was in one of those movies, but then there was also two movies that are, like... There was... What was it? Like, Olympus Has Fallen, and then there was another movie with, like, Jamie Foxx. That was, like, the same exact movie. Yeah, it was, like, um, Pentagon I don't remember. I don't remember which one he was in, but he was in one of those. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, James Woods. He's old. <laughs> whatever um so that's like the only other thing i've ever seen him in yeah and i don't know he, he's okay again he was whatever in it mm-hmm. i don't i don't know yeah whatever i have something to recommend though boo oh go to hell <laughs> <laughs> um so we've talked a lot about like streaming services um we've given a lot of credit to netflix and amazon prime and we very much hate hulu or at least I do. HBO Max. HBO Max I'm is great. I'm a big HBO Max. HBO proponent. Max is really great. Um, there's one that came out recently that I'm falling more and more in love with, and that's the one that I watched Videodrome on, and that's Peacock. Watch your mouth. You watch your mouth. 
I'll talk about the pea and the cock as much <laughs> as I want to. <laughs> um, but Peacock is actually like a pretty good streaming service. Like I, originally I got it just because it was like, oh, The Office is moving on to there. Yeah, that was like some, their main thing. Yeah, that was their main thing. Their and then point. for whatever reason, the WWE Network died and then all of it went on to there. So The WWE Network is no longer a thing? Nope. It died for whatever fucking reason. And then they were My just like... My father has not mentioned this to me. I'm surprised. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I always forget it. Your dad loves it. Um, yeah, let him know because it's all on Peacock now. Mm. Um, it's actually like a pretty good service where it's like it has a lot of stuff on it. Um, it has like a lot of TV shows like Parks and Recs and stuff like that. It has a way where like you can channel surf and like watch live stuff. And then what originally got me too was like it had its own section for um, what they called Peaktober. So, like, a lot of the horror movies on there. And they specifically categorize them by series. So, Mm -hmm. I was like, that's really cool, like, that you actually have it where it's, like, you can watch the Friday the 13th bundle. You can watch the Gremlin bundle. You can watch the Psycho bundle. And I thought that was a really cool thing. With Vince Vaughn. Yeah, the Vince Vaughn one, absolutely. (laughs) Which is trash. Um, And then the the only main thing, too, because I think it is, like, a free streaming service. um, But you also get, like, a few ads in there. Right. So it's like a minute long ad and then it goes back to it. Yeah, similar to like Hulu. Well, the thing is, I think you even... Tubi you, is like that. If you fucking pay like the minimum for mm-hmm. Hulu, you still get ads. Yeah. So what's the point of fucking paying? Well, that's why I hate Hulu because also if you want to watch like certain movies, you got to get like the live TV with it, which is an extra 70 bucks a month. $70? Yep. What the so fuck? fuck them. Yeah, no, that's that's not worth. So Peacock it. is slowly rising for me. I I like it for one WWE I think stuff. It's like, isn't it like owned by like CNN or something or like CS CNBC or something? I think so. Yeah, um, but you get all the pay per views for free. What pay per views? Oh, Wrestling. WWE. Yeah, WWE pay per views for free. I remember when I was six and I watched WWE. I remember when I was twenty seven and I watched <laughs> WWE. <laughs> oh man. So, yeah. So Frank, what are we doing next? Uh so Zachary. We are going to be discussing some of our favorite directorial debuts. That's not hard or nothing. Fuck you. From directors that we like or don't like. <clears throat> but maybe they made a good directorial debut. I'm going to pick somebody I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so look for... I, I was actually like... Th- I was surprised with this um, because doing some research, I was like, oh, I thought that that was their first movie. Nope, mm-hmm. they did one before it. Okay. I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't pick that. Um, but anyway, we're going to be, we're going to be discussing that. So Zach, take us out. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Now, Frank, why would anyone watch a scum show like Videodrome?